Good evening. Oh, it feels like, it looks like Tuesday. This isn't good. But I won't ever fix myself for Tipsy Tuesday, and you're welcome. This is what Tuesday actually looks like. Good evening, everybody. It's Tipsy Tuesday. Should not have put this bourbon by the fire. Um, today was a very crazy day. I hope that yours was a little calmer. I was attacked by a spider. I don't know if you heard about it, uh, but it was a vicious attack. And uh, with the help of a wonderful woman named Judy from Saskatoon, uh, she kept me calm. And I was able to at least stop the spider from getting into my bed, which I think we'll all agree is the worst thing that could ever happen to a woman. So I don't know about anybody else, but when there's a spider, dare I say tarantula, in your house, you only have a few options. One, move. Just move. We don't live here anymore. Two, you can kill it, but I don't like to kill spiders. I'll kill like a centipede or anything with a lot of legs because that's disgusting and God doesn't want them here. But a spider I will not kill. I don't know why, but in the hierarchy of bugs, yes, you don't kill spiders. But if it's getting close to your bed, all bets are off. Anything could be murdered. I'm just, yeah, I can't. I can't do it. So it was a tough day. I saved a spider in your honor. Good. Good. Hello, Kim Ketterling from North Dakota. Had it bitten you, you could have become Spider Woman. And you know, those are all things that we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Kill the spider. You know what's very funny to me? Is there are very it's, it just seems to be a very definitive line. There are save the spider people and kill the spider people. And I don't know which side of that you're on. I used to be a kill the spider person, but I don't know. I feel like it, it didn't attack me. Although I'll tell you, so I don't know if you saw the, the bathroom, the, the sink, the countertop is like a marble. So you can't, it's not great. The bathroom is what it is. Okay, I don't care. I'm in there a little bit and then I leave. I don't spend a lot of time in there, whatever. But I went in there to brush my teeth. I had taken a shower, I was brushing my teeth. And you know how like, you'll be going about your day and then all of a sudden you'll just see like, like a little something. <laughs> Maybe it's like a little, like something scurries across your floor and you're like, there's like that moment where you're like, did I just? So I thought I saw something, but then it, it, and then it was gone. But there's like a paper towel on my countertop and I thought, I'm almost positive I saw something move, but it's marble. Hi, Andrew. So I can't tell. And I was like, if there is something there, it's under that paper towel. But I wasn't going to touch the paper towel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw it. And then I lost my mind. And then I called Brooke. And I told her the tragedy that I was, was going on at the house. Uh, my friend will cry and have a panic attack if she sees a spider. I won't have a panic attack, but I will act like a straight-up girl. I just can't. I used to vacuum them up, and I used to be pretty good at it. But I try not to vacuum them or hit them with hairspray if I can. Mm -hmm. The other answer is kill it. No. As it was moving towards my bed, I thought about killing it, but I didn't. And then I did the brave thing and I put a bowl on it and made Dean come take it away. <laughs> so that was what, four o'clock? That was today. 
so welcome to Tipsy Tuesday, everybody. Um, it's been a Tuesday, and it means that tomorrow's hump day, and we're almost to Friday. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was going to throw away the house for sure. It's just, it's just, and the crazy thing is there was a spider on the countertop right after the morning show and I, it was tiny and I brought it outside on a piece of paper. I was like, here, and I transported it and it's still alive. But there's a difference between a tiny spider and a tarantula, which is what I had and it wasn't good. All right. So I found a fun article because, um, I feel like Tuesday nights are just a time to complain. <laughs> Not really, but this article was pretty funny. Um, so I thought we would read it together. Um, Dean was just here and I don't know if you've heard the news, but while we are in rehearsals for the show, uh, no, it didn't escape the bowl. I put my big boot on it and then Dean came home and let it outside. And not only did he take it outside, but the entire time he berated me and said things like, I don't understand why you couldn't do this. And I was like, Dean, I can't do everything. You have to start participating. <laughs> it's just too much. I just can't. Anyway, what was I saying? Something about Tuesday. Whatever. So, um, anyway, let's read this article, and we're going to see if you agree. Oh, I know what I said. So, we started rehearsals last night. We had a rehearsal tonight. We have one more rehearsal tomorrow. And in between yesterday and today, <laughs> the show that we're launching, May 13th, now it's a musical. <laughs> yep. There's an original score. Oh, you guys have no idea. Left to our own devices. You have no idea what's going to be in this show. Oh, I think you're going to like it. Or walk out. One of the two. And I'm oddly fine with both. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alexis. There you go. All right, so here is the article, the title of the article. Um, people are sharing things they dislike more as they get older and the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. My dog kills them and brings them in the house. Did you see Lulu? I thought Lulu was going to protect me and then she just licked it and sent it on its way. She was like, okay, you're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the daddy long leg. Mm-hmm. What's a camel cricket? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Yay for a musical. Wait, so we were here and Dean's playing the music. And I kept saying, I go, why don't you let me play the piano? And then you can just do the singing. He was like, I'd really like to do both. And I was like, okay. Then he's like, are you going to sing with me? And I said, yeah, sure. I guess I'll sing with you. And he's like, okay, uh, just real quick. Um, what key do you think you'll be in? I was like, what is that supposed to mean? He's like, you're all over the place. I go, well, that's because you're playing the notes wrong. And then Megan, who's uh, stepping in for Stephanie as the tech, might have also made some comments about the musical and my starring role. And I am positive that I might just be on tambourine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be something. But Dean just kept asking me what key I was in at that measure. I was like, whatever, Dean. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what? It's a musical. Uh-huh. He's trying, oh, your son is trying to watch Tipsy Tuesday? I don't know what's on this list, so I don't want to say 
Yeah. Oh, do not look it up. Okay. All right, here we go. It says, let's face it, the older you get, the more things don't stay the same. In fact, they actually get worse. So somebody started a, a conversation on Reddit. What are you starting to dislike more as you get older? So you can agree or disagree. I feel like spiders is at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Number one. Disagree or disagree. I don't know how many there are, so we'll just take it slow. Functioning on low sleep. I feel like in the last few years, my body's ability to do so has decreased drastically. It used to be that I could get five to six hours during the week and recharge with a couple of eight to 10 hour nights on the weekend and be fine. Now, by the second or third day, I'm really feeling I have to pencil in a few hours to charge. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm going the opposite direction. I feel like old people never sleep. And I feel like I go to bed at like midnight and at 5.30 in the morning, I'm like, let's just get up. Why would we lay here? And I know my body wants to lay there, but my brain is writing musicals. So um, I don't know if anybody else could agree. But this one, I only read the first two because I wanted to see if it was an article that we would like. But number two, is my husband the first on the list? <laughs> the things you dislike the older you get. <laughs> number one, my husband. Number two, my kids. Number three, my mom. Yeah, okay. I think this this is not as specific as your husband's. Um, so I need you to, to like, you know, think bigger. Um, yeah. So number two on the list. When they rearrange the grocery store. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know why they keep trying to update grocery stores. I don't know if anybody else is on board. But anytime I go in and you start seeing them like, They'll like start cornering off like certain sections. Like, oh, we're gonna lay a new floor. I'm like, don't lay a new, it, the floor is fine. I know where everything is. And the next thing you know, everything's been moved. And you're like, I don't even know. I don't know where anything is now. And I'd like you to put it back. I think I have gym hair. I went to the gym. I don't like this. I miss sleeping through the night. I hear you. Yeah, I don't think anything good is going to happen with my hair. I need to take a nap lately. Tara, I get you. I can't wait for Memorial Day so I can sleep. What does that mean? I couldn't sleep until I found, discovered blueberry indico gummies. Judy, you and I are besties. What are we talking about? Gene, we're talking about things that get annoying the older you get. Okay, here we go. There's a curse word in this, so I won't say it. Bullcrap pricing structures. Free this and that with tiny font. <laughs> a few language below it. Gas stations with three different prices for the same gallon of gas. $75 concert tickets that cost over $125 after they add all the BS fees. Car lots with $10,000 in... In <laughs> big numbers on the windshield and down in micro type below. Tell me the complete total out the door price with one number, will ya? They're not wrong. You know who I think does this, and it took me a long time to realize this, is Kohl's. I would go to Kohl's, and I'd have my Kohl's cash, and I don't want to brag, but I was an MVC, a most valued customer. And every time I'd leave, it would say, you have saved $2,000. <laughs> and I would skip home and be like, 
look at how much money I saved. And Jim would be like, but how much did you spend? I'm like, doesn't matter. Look at what Cole said that I saved. And it was a scam. Um, so, yeah. So I'm on board. I hate when they rearrange the grocery store. It adds another hour. People that talk about stuff they know nothing about. I think I mentally check out when people start talking crazy now. I'm going to tell you, there is a lady at the, at the Staples that I go to. And she's a little kooky, but I love it. I mean, straight up kooky. And, um, and a lot of the times my head goes, must go like this when she's talking. I don't know what she's talking about. But I am entertained. I'm like, oh, okay. She told me what hours she works and what day she's going to be there and what I should do if I want to get the Real nice. Yeah. But just all over the place. I'm a fan. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Things that get on my nerves the older I get. Somebody wrote, anything that takes place outside my house. Girl, you're not wrong. Yeah. Like the other day we had Judy on Walla Cooking with Die on the supporter side. And um, Kohl's is a scam. Listen, I'm just saying Kohl's, I feel like may up their prices so that by the time you get to the register, they're like, you just saved so much money. I'm like, I don't think that that price was right. I feel like I was on to them. <gasps> My sister's here. Hey, Nikki. Nikki just got back from vacation. She's a teacher. Um, and we've been trying to put all these pictures together from uh, when I was younger, when my mom was younger, and when Dean was younger, and kind of showing them together. And it's been hard to find pictures, so my sister Nicole's been sending me some pictures as well. So Nicole, tonight's article is about the things that you start to get annoyed with the older you get. I don't know what this means. Maybe somebody can exp I know. I love my house. And I feel like every time I go outside of it, I'm like, oh, what is happening? Like that. That's old people talk. Mm -hmm. JCPenney's is worse than Kohl's. Kylie, I haven't been to a JCPenney in forever. Mm -hmm. Even my kids know you're not supposed to pay full price. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. I don't know what this means. Maybe these words mean something to people. Says having to manage my body like it's a Tamaguchi. Tamagotchi? I don't know that word. All these warning messages keep popping up. If I forget to oh, those are the little the little things my kids had them when they were little and you had to feed it at a certain time and you had to sleep it had to sleep at a certain time. That's what it is. All these warning messages keep popping up. If I forget to feed it the right feed it right things at the right time and put it to bed at the right time and do the exercises and avoid 73 arbitrary things that will just start to moan and malfunction. So that's what somebody's saying. I don't know about anybody else, but maybe it's turning 50, but I do feel like a little bit Tamagotchi, like, like if I was hanging out with Nicole and then I was like a little like hungry like that will last. I'll be like, she's like, are you hungry? I'll be like, like a little bit. But then 15 minutes later, I'm like, if you don't get me something to eat right now, I'm going to eat your face like that. Hmm. Aw, 
That was fun. Somebody just asked me to work at their club. Um, it is Judy. Judy, it is. We're going to talk. We're going to talk, Judy, all about it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Okay. Memories of myself. I remember things I've done, and sometimes it makes me sick to my stomach with shame, or sometimes I remember cool things I've done, and it makes me sad that I'm not still doing those cool things. This is getting deep. I thought this was going to be a funny article. I paid more fees than what my airline didn't cost. Yeah. Stop with the Tamagotchi. Am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of these are serious. Let's not read all of them. Oh, here's right. Yeah, I'm feeling this one. Things that get on your nerves. It says the need to hustle to have a decent life. I'm going to tell you something. We were talking about this morning about how I wanted to take flex time. We don't really have flex time when you run your own business. <laughs> every day is flex time if you really don't want to do anything. But there is a certain amount of hustle that goes with being a comedian and doing this kind of life that by the time you're 50, you're like, why am I doing this? This is like a lot of work. <laughs> I feel like I might, it, I might be in the midst of a lot of hustle right now with this show. So I don't know. Yeah. Tanny's like, I'm sad. I don't do cool things anymore. What's a cool thing that you used to do that you don't do anymore? Let's see what everybody comes up with. I'm going to turn this off because I'm going to die. Um, I don't want to brag, but I feel like we can all remember last year when I was about to become a pickleball star and I had an injury that set me back almost like the Olympians, very similar. And, um, I got to get back in the game. So I don't know if anybody else has something like Tanya, do you ever do ballroom dancing again? Tanya is a ballroom dancer and posted video. I know Deanna. You're either an entrepreneur and you can be your own boss or you're not. There's just, that's another one. Kill the spider or don't kill the spider. It's very similar. You either can be the person that's like self-motivated and like doing whatever crazy stuff you feel like you can do. Or you're just like, no, I'm just going to go to work. And I might be slowly becoming somebody that's like, maybe I should get a job. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um... Skateboard and BMX. Really? If you could skateboard and BMX now, would you do it? Because I like my bones intact. I don't think I would. Play pool. I used to love to play pool. I did drive a big truck. Stay up past AP. Lisa? <laughs> Dancing or running? I used to go to bars and concerts. Now I'm in bed by nine. Cruising the strip, blaring music. I miss going to concerts with my ex-boyfriend. My husband is boring. Ooh, that's deep. That might hurt a little bit right here. Um, what else? I don't know. There's, I am a chicken whisperer. Amber, I, of all the answers I expected, that was not one of them. So I would really love to hear more about being a chicken whisperer. Played the flute, roller skating, and cheerleading. You are going way back. I went back to last year. I feel like some of you guys went back to high school. <laughs> I don't think I want to play the glockenspiel uh, at this point. I mean, I could. and probably really, really good at it. But I'm not going that far back. 
um, water skiing, going to the movies, used to go at least once a week, sing with a band, that does sound fun. I mean, it would have to be a pretty unique band that likes to change keys a lot, based on what Dean said. Softball, karate, and stay up late. Hmm. I just said to somebody the other day, I was like, why don't, why don't, I mean, I guess they do, but why are there only like sports teams for like, like once high school is over, unless you're like, I don't know the words Chris uses, division one or three or whatever. After that, that's it. You Nobody plays sports. Unless you can find like a weird like group in the park or something. I don't know. Like if there was a softball team, I would join a softball. I'm going to make a one funny mother softball team. The problem is I don't know who we're playing. I don't know if any other comedians that are like, yeah, let me just get my comedian team together and we're going to play softball. <laughs> Thank you for my stars. That was nice, Betty. Uh, EMT. I was an EMT. I think I would like that. I'd have to work daytime hours. I was always nighttime. I used to play softball out pretty good. I don't run fast, but I can hit that ball very far. I couldn't run or hit the ball, and I still enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to have learned how to sew like my mother. You should take a class. You should do it. Mm -hmm. You're never too old. My husband drops me off when I want to go out and then picks me up. He doesn't want to go with you? Um, you can join leagues, though. Trish, we going to join a league? Church softball leagues are all around here. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'd break my face. I don't know why it went right to face, but I just feel like a softball right to my face. Um, I was in a league until I was 45 city rec teams. Yeah, they don't have that. I feel like pickleball is probably the closest I'm going to get. I played softball and coached my son's baseball team. Now I can't run. She Kendra said, can't you get a designated runner? Remember that was a thing. Mm hmm. Yeah. No, listen, we're all saying we'd love to play softball. And then we'd put it together and we'd have teams and a league and the whole thing. And then we'd get together and it wouldn't at all be like a league of their own where everybody had cute little outfits and we went to the championships. It'd be like mostly like the hospital and then <laughs> injuries and then a lot of complaining. I'd love to say that it would be much like a league of their own and like Tom Hanks would be there and say, there's no crying in baseball like that. But I'm going to be honest. I think we're too old for that. So maybe we'll just watch baseball. Oh, by the way, Wendy told me to tell you the one funny mother shirts are in. They're like the V-necks and the crew that have the one funny mother logo on them, which are super cute. And also all the hoops are back in stock. So if you were thinking about getting hoops, you know, I'm wearing mine every day. Can we talk about dodgeball? Remember the good old days where you could just hit a kid right in the face with a ball and nobody got mad at you and they were like, good throw. Do you ever think about your gym class, like, from when you were younger? <laughs> and you're like, I just remember just all the kids in gym class getting a circle and be like, who's going in? You got to avoid the, the ball. I'm like, I don't think this is a good game. I don't think they do that to kids anymore, but for some reason, mm -hmm, of course it can, Amber. It's mandatory. Everybody has to have, some people have water bottles, some people have broken bottles. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so somebody said the things that get on my nerves as I get older. It says getting sick. As a kid, it meant I had a day off where I got to lay in bed and watch TV. As an adult, it means I still have to go to work, but I feel like garbage. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, oh, this is funny. Somebody said, the thing that gets on my nerves as I get older is scrolling, scrolling lower on the drop-down thing to find my birth year. You know how when you have to fill out things online, like if you have to like re-register your, your driver's license or your car or something, and then they do the drop-down. And it used to be like when you were younger and you'd look at the drop-down and you'd be like, why is it even going all the way down to 1910? That's ridiculous. Those people are old. And then you start to realize that it's not scrolling to 1910 anymore. It's like scrolling like mostly like your number and it's the biggest number. <laughs> and you're like, that is not good. I don't know who decides when you take numbers out, when the years, I don't know, but it is funny. Somebody said driving at night, headlights are too bright and I can't see anything. Dodgeball isn't allowed anymore in New York City. Well, that's probably a good idea. Um, of course, I remember Chinese jump rope. That was good. Um, so somebody said one of the things that gets on their nerves now as they got older is music. Not all music, but music with vocals. I'd say that 80% of the music I listen to now is just instrumental or very light vocals. I don't think so. You know, back that thing up, that's all vocals. <laughs> My milkshake brings all the boys there on all vocals. At the top of your lungs? Yeah, no, I would disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody, somebody wrote the thing that gets on my nerves as I get older. Young people. You know, I feel like young people could either be like super annoying or extremely entertaining. Mm -hmm. That's really funny. Oh, and that's it. Hmm. Interesting. Ice cream might have surprising health benefits, Harvard research said. Well, if it's Harvard, then it's right. Did we already read this one? I feel like we did. This is lower risk of heart problems. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was, a, there was another article that said when you're sick, you should eat ice cream. And it wasn't just for your tonsils. Stop, stop looking. Research claimed that higher consumption of low-fat dairy was associated with a lower risk of diabetes. According to the study, men who consumed two or more servings of skim or low-fat milk a day experienced a 22% lower risk of diabetes. The men who ate two or more servings of ice cream a week had the same results. This ice cream... Going to be like the fountain of youth. Oh, it would be the greatest thing ever. What if they came out and said bourbon was like the fountain? I say it is. Di likes to follow me around now and tell me that the bourbon is not good for my kidneys. And then I walk away. Mm -hmm. The thing that gets on is somebody wrote old people who already act like they're dead. You're not wrong. Mm -hmm. 
That might be kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Loud music in stores is so annoying. Like, I can't even shop when Adele is screaming at me. Oh, ice cream without the topping. Noelle's like, I'm eating ice cream right now. Is it Noel? Mm-hmm. Tan's like, I'm here for all this article. Mm-hmm. As big as my hand crawled my hand in the middle of the night. No. And then you had to move. I don't even know what you're saying. I'll sing anywhere. Work, car, Reese's peanut butter cups. Harvard also said that those are good for you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. These are great articles. Uh-huh. That's so funny. Anyway. So today I was talking to Brooke. Every once in a while my kids call. Every once in a while my kids call. And I have to go back and forth on the whole, like, if they're not calling, that's a good thing, right? I have to keep reminding myself. But then every once in a while, then when they do call, I can just tell by the tone of their voice, like, this isn't a good call. And so it's been very funny. And I don't know if your kids, if you have college kids, if they've, if you experienced this before, but it's very funny to me as my kids get older and they're at these institutions of higher education, which are wonderful opportunities to learn how to think and to learn how you learn and to be exposed to lots of different ideas and all of the things. But it's always interesting to me because you'd want your kids to be with professors who are inspiring and who challenge them to kind of think about things in a different way. Like all of that's a good thing. But every once in a while, they will get a professor who um, they vehemently do not agree with. And they are very conflicted as to what they're supposed to do. They're, so today, Brooke was in class. And uh, it's an education class. And she said that her professor... The topic came up of mental health and one of the other students was doing like a thesis paper on it and was kind of explaining why they felt like this would be a good topic for them to cover. And then Brooke said that the teacher, you know, was talking to the student and addressing everything with the student and then at some point just made a blanket statement and said something like, I don't believe in mental health concerns. I think that years ago, it, it was not a big deal. People just dealt with their stuff and now people are making a big deal. Either way, this is not at all how we talk about the importance of mental health and you know caring for yourself and being able to know when you're good and when you're not good. So it did not sit well with Brooke Blizzard. And then she got real quiet. She goes, so I had some things I wanted to say. And I was like, <laughs> right? And so it's just kind of funny as you listen to your kids kind of like find their voice, do their thing. Yeah, no, I don't understand it. And it's not my job to try to explain this professor. And it's not my job to, you know... I'm like, you have to deal with it however you feel is right. And she's like, well, I told him what I thought. And I said, okay, I think that that's wonderful. And I said, and hopefully 
a good teacher will be judging you on how you're defending your argument and not the side that you're taking, right? That is the hope that uh, at higher levels of education, yep, that we are putting thoughts and challenges in front of these students and but it's been very funny. It's happened with Jacqueline a few times where she's like, can you believe that my professor said this? And I go, hmm? uh, nothing is surprising to me. Yeah, nothing is surprising. And she was like, and mom, nobody could believe that the professor said it and nobody's going to say anything. And I was like, here it comes. She goes, so I said, <laughs> she's like, you are so your mother right now. Like, I don't know, like, if you've been in a room where somebody might be saying something crazy and you look around and you're like, is anybody going to say anything right now? And if there's part of your body that starts to feel like nobody's going to say anything, for some reason you're like, I should say something. Not always a good idea. Yep. So, uh, so it's just interesting as I listen to Jacqueline at a school in Philadelphia and I listened to Brooke at a school here in South Jersey and they're two different professors and I'm sure there's lots of different professors, but it is, um, yeah, it is, uh, interesting as, uh, your young people move through the universe and hit some adversity and say, yeah, how are you gonna, yeah, Sarah, they can't be, you should hear Jacqueline. And then he said this, and I literally looked around and nobody, everybody was in shock and nobody said anything. So you know what I said? I go, oh, I could guess. I could guess what he said. <laughs> yeah. So I said, <laughs> ah, entertaining, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'll always look around and be like, you want to take this one? You got this one? Okay, yeah, cool. I'll just sit back like that. <laughs> but if nobody's going to say anything, it really depends on the kind of mood I'm in. I'm like, yeah, real quick though. Um, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a surprising comment from a teacher in education. I feel like. And I feel like that's what Brooke felt like. And she was like, I don't understand how you're teaching educators and the words that are coming out of your mouth are that mental health issues are not a concern and we should just ignore them. Like, how are you, how do you, and I was like, listen, I need to take a, a, a deep breath. And then I saw a spider and then I don't know what happened. I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> I can't raise you all the time. Sometimes I have to deal with spiders. So she wasn't that helpful with the spider. She did say get a bowl and I did. So yeah, so the blizzard ladies are dealing with the world the best way. Yeah, so I said, <laughs> That could be a shirt. So I said, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, yep, Mary Jo, mm-hmm, yep, no, that's what I said. I was like, listen, this won't be the first time that you meet a professor or a boss or a coworker that, you know, is has a completely different view on things than you, and you do have to know how to manage it, and not every time... Do you have to feel like you have to say something? If you feel like you want to, go ahead. But at some point, I feel like all of us just get into our minds. You're like, I, I don't agree. 
but I also don't care to spend any more time talking about it with you. You know what I'm saying? We just, ugh, like. We did have conversations very early on when they were younger. You know, like, I'm like, if you feel like you want to say something, fine. But it's also fine to just, I'm good with what I believe. You can believe what you believe. I said, however, if there is ever a scenario where somebody is bullying somebody else and that person can't stand up for themselves, then you absolutely will step in. And so it's been very funny the times where, you know, your kids will um, kind of come home and say, well, I got in trouble. And you're like, all right, what for? And then did you ever listen to your kids unpack what they get in trouble for? <laughs> and you're like, that's what you got in trouble? You're like, I did so much worse. Okay, that was bad. Uh, and you have to act like disappointed. Um, but a couple of times they were like, I wasn't going to say anything. And then I saw that they were talking about so-and-so and I was like, okay, then I'm glad you stuck up for them. But it's hard. It's hard to teach your kids. Yeah. How to know when to say something, when to keep your mouth shut. Those are hard. Mm -hmm. Cause there's been plenty of times where I got in a lot of trouble for opening my mouth and plenty of times where I got in a lot of trouble for not saying anything. And so they're good conversations to have. And um, yeah, pick your battles. Exactly. Gordon's here. We miss you, Gordon. Um, so yeah, it was a funny conversation. And then there was a spider. And it the whole day took a turn. Mm -hmm. So um, not everyone needs to hear his opinion, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, <laughs> road trip. Mm-hmm. My Jordan is strong like your girls. Yeah. It's very funny. It's I feel like there's a time in your life, right, where especially when you're raising daughters where you say, listen, you know, you need to speak up for yourself and you say what you like and what you don't like and what you stand for and what you won't stand for. And you have to have all those conversations and they're important conversations. And then I think that there's a time when you make the adjustment to say that, you know, the loudest person in the room is not always the one we should be listening to. And that sometimes less words, choosing your words is just as powerful as a lot of words. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're both important lessons. And I feel like there's certain, you know, times that you have to like roll those out. Um, so it is, it's kind of a, a fun time. Mm -hmm. uh, Athena, we did write two verses of the song. I think <laughs> we were just going to do two verses of the musical. Um, but then I think we've decided to add at least one other verse. So yes, the spider did find its way outside. So all is well. It's hard when you're from Jersey. You are not wrong. I have to imagine people from Wisconsin do not have the internal conflict <laughs> that we have when we're in New Jersey. I just did the, not the one time, but I've been to California a couple times, but one of the times I had gone, Athena, you'll appreciate this. People from Jersey know that when we leave the state, we have to make an adjustment. We know this. I was very aware I was like, don't talk to anybody. <laughs> so keep your mouth shut. Do not get aggravated by people. And if you are, don't say anything. It's difficult. So I was in California. 
and I had just arrived and I needed to get, I was just waiting for my bags, right? So I did what any normal person would do and I just, you know, plopped myself down close to the belt so I could see the bags as they come through. Mm -hmm. Well, within a very short amount of time, everybody else on the plane is starting to file out and now we're all staying around the belt. They standing right in front of me, in front of them, in front of them. And everybody's getting real close, real close and pushing. So I was, I, I went like New Jersey Zen, which means I was just bottling it up, which meant there was an explosion. And then somebody like pushed me one more. I don't know what it was, but I, I just, I was like, everybody needs to back up. Everybody needs to get away. This is probably 10 years ago, but I was like, you all need to back it up. And I went Jersey. And then there was just a circle around me of no people. I, I scared them. Yeah. That wasn't my best moment, but yeah. What part of California? Probably Los Angeles. It just was too much for my body. And I was just like, it's too, I can't, you need to stop touching my surroundings. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. You don't like that. <laughs> Luann, of course, I'm sure it's going to make it into, into the uh, song, of course. Um, yeah. Total giveaway. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, I saw Die at the gym today. I was invisible. Uh, Die and I like to meet at the gym every so often and catch up. And Anthony's trying to talk to her, and he's looking right at her, and he's talking. She's like, and she's shaking her head. I think that when you get old, and you know you can't hear, you just start shaking your head a lot. And I can tell she has no idea. My earrings did not come off, Joey Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened at the gym today, but this didn't go well. <laughs> um, I don't know what we're talking about. You can't judge all of California by, you're probably right. That's like when people are like, oh, New Jersey, I flew into Newark or... I flew into Philly. I'm like, well, first of all, that's not even Jersey. Um, I do miss the COVID six foot rule. Remember that? It's good times. Yeah. Can we hear the song? No, Sandy, you cannot hear the song. It will be a live exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Funny, that is my reaction at every airport, no matter where I am. I was so surprised. So... When we did My Name Is Not Mom, we were in 75 cities, flying into lots of different airports. So the, I got, after 75, eventually you start like hitting the same airport. You're like, I think I've been at this airport before. And you start like raiding the airports. Um, and some of them are crazy, obviously, like Chicago O'Hare, um, Atlanta, um, Philly, all of, I mean, big, crazy, right? But then there are other ones where you fly in and there's no people anywhere. There's no people. And then there'll just be a plow, just like a big tractor in the middle of the airport. I'm like, where are we? What is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. All the airports are just so different. Um... Yeah, it's so funny. 
Shikendra, do you remember the one time we I landed? Was I by myself? And I and my flight was going to be d- delayed. And so I was like, I'm going to just call Shikendra. <laughs> but you need a girl. You need to come pick me up. I can't stay here all day. Yeah. Uh, Janet, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm I'm glad and I'm so thankful for all of you that have purchased tickets. So we have Sharon, Connecticut this Thursday. So if you're around, you can come to that show. Then we're in Bridgeport, Connecticut next Wednesday. And then Sharon, Connecticut again the following Thursday. And so we just want to thank all of you who are coming to these test shows. And I am certain you are going to see something that will probably never happen again. It is not polished at all. Um, so it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, but I think, uh, it's just so great that, um, you know, we're able to do this and it's either going to be great or it's going to be horrible. And I'm trying to come to terms with both of that. I don't think we have a tractor at airport. There's a lot of tractors in airports. And then of course, Kermit, who was in Minnesota. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um... Oklahoma City. I know we flew into Oklahoma City. Uh, we had a couple shows in Oklahoma. Oh, Tara, you're going to love it. Um, Dean was cracking himself up while he was writing it tonight. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, um, Knoxville has a boat or two. In Louisville where I first started drinking bourbon. Um, they kept having this blue cat horse, cow. Hold on. <laughs> horse. There was a blue horse at the airport. There was a blue horse at the convention center. Like every city has like a thing that's like their symbol. And this blue horse was everywhere. And so I finally said to one of the ladies, I was like, what's up with the horse? She's like, oh, that's Big Legs. Oh, it was in Lexington, Kentucky. Big Legs. I said, Big Legs? Big Legs. I don't know what we're saying. I don't, you can just keep saying it. She goes, Big Legs. I go, I don't. It's a horse. Does it have big legs? And she was like, Big Legs. She's like, Lex, like Lexington. I was like, I don't. Is that the horse's name? Apparently it was the horse's legs. He doesn't have big. It's the horse's name. He doesn't have big legs. Mm-hmm. If I ever come back to Syracuse, I'm going back to that food store. Mm-hmm. The supporter that picked me up in the middle of... I don't even know where I was. What's her name? She's so great. I can see her face. Um... And it was so crazy. And when I landed, I was like, I don't know where I'm going. And she was there with a one funny mother sign. Oh, so great. She's been on a couple of tours, but I can't remember her first name. Um, yeah. Kermit was such a good sport. I believe I was in a robe. Did I have clothes on under the robe? <laughs> Let's hope so. Probably not pants. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So fun. So fun. Um... Oh my gosh, the video with Kermit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't I run into the restaurant and get a bourbon? I remember that lady, the bartender was like, where are you planning on going with this bourbon? I was like, nowhere. She goes, you have a robe on. I go, I see what you're saying. Lisa Ward, limo Lisa Ward. That's it, thanks, Shakendra. 
Um, yeah. Lisa was the best. And she had great stories and she had snacks. Oh, we had the best time. I think I was at five airports that day. I was coming in late because I had something with the kids. And I had to fit, hit five airports in order to get to that show on time. And had Lisa not picked me up, I would not have made it. But she picked me up and drove me to wherever we were going. And I got there like 45 minutes before the show. And I was like, we're going to do a show. Crazy. Uh-huh. The robe. Oh, good times. Good times, you guys. Um, I did. I ran in. I got a drink. And then the bartender was like, where are you going with it? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, you have a robe on. I was like, mm. I was like, I'm with Kermit. And she was like, I don't know what that means. I was like, does he even work here? He gave me a robe and he's driving me around in a golf cart. I thought you knew him. Mm -hmm. But it was. It was a funny night. Mm -hmm. I, do, I do need a one funny mother Uber app where you guys could just pick me up at airports randomly around the country. Um, yes, I still have my dogs. Oh, this light's killing me. Oh, I know. Okay. All right, everybody. Well, it's 10 o'clock. We did it. We made it. Um, oh, I had a direct flight and then something happened and it got, it got, um, canceled. And so I hopped off and was like, get me anywhere close to this airport. But then I was in Denver. It was a lot. It was a lot, but we made it. All right, everybody. I'm going to go to bed. It's late. I have to get up in the morning. I have this other job I do. Um, so thanks for watching and, uh, hopefully you had some laughs tonight or at least a nice drink and could relax and, uh, I will catch up with you tomorrow morning and, uh, it is our, oh, so Thursday, the show is going to be delayed because I have to drive at like six in the morning to get to Connecticut. So we'll be doing the show, but it's going to be like, it's going to be on Western time, also known as Pacific. Uh, it's going to be a little bit later. So just know that that's happening. But tomorrow will be regular time. I just realized that. All right. Well, whatever. We're all going to do it. Um, have a, a good night, everybody. I'll be here tomorrow morning talking about God knows what, uh, but hopefully you'll be there. So thanks for watching. Have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.